0: Welcome in, everybody, to episode five of Rain Over Money. This is Kevin Hissong here with you on a cold, gray Friday. We are in the doldrums of uh, January, but hey, we've almost made it through. Uh, Good news with that is uh, one of the longest months. I I actually um, was talking about this with my family earlier this year. We kind of ranked our months, and and January came out as my least favorite. So uh, we're almost through. And just so you know, October is my favorite month, but uh, we're almost through January we're at the 20th. Hope you're doing good on your budget this month. I would give ourselves a B for the month so far. We're doing pretty good. January is usually a pretty good month. We get a lot of the expenses out of the way from the the holidays and everything uh, and get off and running on a good foot. Hope you are too. Uh, Today, uh, title of our program in episode five is That Escrow Account. The word escrow is something that for me was, uh, never really understood it until I took a look at it. I mean, it's not that hard to understand once you kind of dive in and and, and take a look at at what an escrow account is. But we're primarily talking about, there's a lot of different escrow accounts. We are talking about the escrow account that goes along with your mortgage. And I'm going to give you an example of what I did last year that uh, made a big difference in our budget and hopefully it's something uh, if you've got a mortgage and you've got an escrow account it's something maybe worth looking into as well and we'll talk about a couple other items that go along with mortgages uh, but again thanks for joining um, episode 5 up and running gonna be on YouTube podcast uh, you know again feel free to visit on Instagram Twitter Rain Over Money is the uh, call signal on all those as well let's dive into it uh, that escrow account so you, If you have a mortgage, and this is, I will say, uh, before I really get into it here, this is probably the first episode that I would label as an uh, intermediate level program. Uh, you know, we've I've talked about our beginner level, our intermediate and advanced. I would say this is a little intermediate. And the reason behind that is, this is going to focus, if we think about the ROM diagram again, or the rain over money diagram, or diamond, um, you, you've got organization, and budget at the bottom. And you've also got debt management. This is gonna kind of leak into both those areas, but first and foremost, you have to be organized before you get into looking at your escrow account and maybe making some changes to your escrow on your mortgage, um, because it can be dangerous. You could be, uh, and, and we'll get into why here in a minute. I don't wanna get into it uh, too much right this second, but again, this is kind of an intermediate session. You need to be organized. You need to have control over your finances. Uh, it may even help to have a nice um, uh, emergency fund or account that's, that's maybe a conservative account that's growing on the side or maybe you've got a brokerage account that you pull from like we do uh, where you've got some assets invested that maybe you can tap into from time to time if you need to uh, or, or maybe earn some, some low interest until maybe that money needs to be used. Kind of like a holding account. Because that's what it really what an escrow account is. It is a holding account for part of your um, mortgage payment. The only difference is that holding account is run by your mortgage lender. And now, I don't mean your realtor, uh, I mean your, your mortgage lender, whoever owns your mortgage, where you get your mortgage statements from, who you make your mortgage payments to. And um, as I said, the escrow was something that was kind of confusing to me. You know, when you sign all that paperwork and you buy your house and you're going through everything and this and that, uh, there's numbers everywhere, there's charges and fees everywhere. Uh, escrow was always uh, probably the question even came up during the mortgage process of do you want to escrow your your taxes and your insurance payments and my answer was always by default yes I think my parents always did it and it was just seemed pretty simple to me so what the escrow account is for a mortgage is you not only make your monthly uh, mortgage payment which is your your interest and your principal um, if you don't have say 20 percent Uh, of a down payment. You may also pay PMI, which is private mortgage insurance that protects the lender should you default on your account or whatnot. Um, That's not something we worry about anymore, but I know when we first bought our house, we had to pay an additional amount for PMI. That's just kind of something that comes with it. If you want more information on it, just Google it. There's plenty of resources out there on PMI. And again, I'm not a real estate guru, but when it comes to my home and my, my mortgage, uh, I want to know as much as I can know about my mortgage because as I showed you with our budget, it is our largest outlay of money each month. So I want to first and foremost control that as much as I can. I feel like we've done a good job in getting the interest rate down to two percent. Uh, we've got our term uh, down to 15 years, I think it is. Um, so so we're doing a really good job there, and the goal is again once we hit that. Our, our, our true retirement age or, or, or time, whenever that is, I wanna have the house paid off. So, going back to that, um, you've got your principal, your your interest, uh, you may have a PMI, but you've also got this escrow payment. And I will give you an example of ours. So, we were paying um, about $3,900 in uh, mortgage and escrow up through last year. And, If you have escrow this may have happened to you Uh, about every year or so around i don't know first of the month first of the year you know we're doing great in our budget this and that got everything planned out all of a sudden you get a note from the lender saying hey we've done an analysis on your escrow account and we need to make some modifications based on maybe the reserves that need to be in that escrow account because there is a certain minimum they want you to keep in that account to protect them from the payments uh, maybe you know, tax, they they're estimating taxes have gone up. Uh, maybe they're estimating that insurance costs have gone up. Whatever it may be. But every year or so, we seem to get, and I, in talking to some friends, this has happened to a lot of people. Uh, hey, we're going to change your escrow amount. So not now. Are you not paying us uh, 1,100 a month? We're gonna we're gonna bump that up, and you're going to pay us 1,300 a month. Or they may give you the option to pay a lump sum. We're not going to up your escrow amount, but you can pay a lump sum of. or a thousand dollars to make up the shortage, whatever it may be. Um, Talk about blowing up, you know, TNT to a budget, Uh, a couple hundred dollars that I wasn't planning on spending, all of a sudden that's going to my mortgage uh, or even a lump sum payment, that's a big outlay I wasn't expecting to pay. So I said to myself, I said, self let's uh, give the lender a call, understand this a little more and see if there's any other options. So I called my lender, talked to the lender, and this may be the case, and it seems to be the case for, for quite a few um, mortgages that escrow is required. In our case, escrow was required for the origination of the loan, uh, so we didn't have an option to not uh, do the escrow. But I asked them, I said, hey, can we, can we end escrow? And if we end escrow, what then happens? Well, what happens at that point is, I'm responsible for all my taxes, all my insurance, uh, paying it out of my pocket, and instead of that money going to the lender and sitting in that bucket for payment later by the lender. And I don't know if this is always the case, but in our case, it was uh, the lender came back and said, "'Sure, after one year, uh, you can go ahead "'and and uh, drop the escrow and just you know take over payment yourself.'" So that's what I did. In April, we did that. So what happened? Um, our payment was, we were paying about 3,900 to our lender, that changed our mortgage payment to 2,800. Um, now I say mortgage payment, that, that changed everything that we were paying to our lender that I classified as mortgage, that dropped it by $1,100, which looks really nice on the budget to make a change of $1,100 to your budget on a month to month basis. I mean, that's uh, that's night and day, that, those are big changes. And again, that's why I'm focused on this because this is the, the largest piece of the, the puzzle. So if I can drop that by 1,100, that's a total win. But obviously nothing comes for free. So what you gotta do is you've gotta figure out a way to pay your taxes and pay your insurance on your own. And this is where I say, if you're not organized, you can get into trouble. In our case, um, our taxes are due in November of each month. So, and our, um, our, our interest, or our, I'm sorry, our, our insurance on our house um, was, I, I think it may have been paid at a lump sum but what it got me looking into was okay. I'm taking this over. I can't change how much I'm paying in taxes, but maybe I can take a look at my insurance and, and look at re- reducing the cost there. Uh, and that's something I recommend everyone does from from time to time. You know, don't don't get you know too tied into your your insurance uh, needs, whether it's auto, life, health, anything. You should always be looking around for for better rates and 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 more. For what you're getting out of what you're paying. Uh, so I did an analysis on that, ended up switching my insurance as well. That reduced our mortgage payment, or I'm sorry, our <laughs> our home insurance cost, our auto insurance cost, and our, um, um, what was the other one? Home, auto, and uh, an umbrella insurance policy we just have on the house, that's, uh, or, or on ourselves, just uh, for one reason or another. So all that was a reduction, which is great. Uh, we actually switched Uh, I'm in in, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. We switched from Kentucky Farm Bureau, which, you know, had been fine for us for many years. Uh, We switched to uh, Erie Insurance Group. And Erie Insurance Group is actually interesting. If you're in the, uh, I would say that Kentucky, Ohio, Pennsylvania, they're they're a regional group. So their costs are quite lower. And this isn't a commercial. They're not paying me or anything. But uh, definitely worth checking out. If you're kind of in that Ohio, Pennsylvania, Kentucky area, Uh, Erie Insurance does have... um, much lower rates than much of the competition and people just love them and if you're lucky enough to live in those that those states where it can be a a regional one that you have access to it then then take a look at it saved us a lot so not only did we save on our insurance but uh, i changed that to start paying it monthly so i just rolled the insurance into our budget which you know added maybe i don't know what it is a hundred or so a month to the insurance but I had this big, you know, lump sum hanging out there of $8,000 that I've got to have uh, ready to pay in November. And this is, again, where you can get into trouble. What are you going to do? Let's, let's say you, you you know, you stop paying $3,900, you start paying $2,800, but you're not doing anything about that $1,100 you're saving. You're just spending it on something else or you go out and God forbid you buy a new car or something like that. I think I saw... Uh, New car payments on average right now are like seven hundred dollars. So hopefully you're not gonna take the money and do something like that You got to be smart with what you do with the savings Um, In my case, I just pulled it from our our joint brokerage account Which you know, we've got some of the money there invested for short term some of the money invested for long term It really acts as a savings account for me But I just like having that money working for me And that's what this all really comes down to with the escrow account is I was giving you know $1,100 extra a month to the lender and then they got to do what they wanted to make money off, off that money. You know, think about all these lenders all over the United States getting all this money from their, um, the people they have mortgages to out to and the money they're bringing in and they can hold that money and invest it in very conservative offerings and, and make quite a bit of money and interest off of it themselves. So all I did was flip the tables and say, hey, I'm gonna start doing that. So I took the $1,100 and my plan this year uh, going to take advantage of interest rates rising. You know, I know we talked a lot about interest rates rising has really affected uh, mortgage rates and car loans and anything where you want to take a loan out on. Um, but also it has uh, upped CD rates and some checking account and savings account rates and um, you know, treasuries and everything like that have increased. So if uh, if you've got some, some short-term needs, you can actually earn a little bit of interest. So my plan this year is uh, to take that $8,000, sock it in a six month CD. Uh, I was just out there looking on Bankrate, which is my favorite place to go look at uh, interest rates and kind of see what's out there. Looks like the annual percentage yield on uh, six month CDs is 4%. And again, I said annual percentage yield. Don't get fooled when you see APY or APR. Uh, that means it's over an annual or 12 month period, it's going to pay 4%. Over a six month period, it's going to pay more like 2%. But hey, that eight thousand dollars I'm going to put in there, or maybe I'll put ten thousand dollars in there. I'm at least going to get one hundred and sixty, two hundred dollars of interest off that um, six-month CD. Will come due uh, right before I need to make my uh, my tax payment. Take the money out of the bank account and make the payment, and then pocket that one hundred and sixty, two hundred dollars. Hey, maybe it'll go to um, maybe it'll go to Christmas presents or something like that. But hey, now I'm controlling that money. I've 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 reduced that. $1,100, I was paying out to the mortgage company, controlling that money, taking it in, and doing something with it. So that's uh, that's kind of my story on escrow. It's definitely something worth looking into if you currently are paying escrow. You definitely want to talk to your lender. Um, you know, If for some reason you don't know who your lender is, you can talk to your realtor uh, or whatnot, but you should get a statement or, or see where your payments are going to. Definitely give them a call um, and see what they have to say because it's not just something you stop paying especially if you have automatic payments or things like that. Uh, It was actually very simple. They changed the automatic payment. The month after I stopped it, 2,800 came out instead of the 3,900, you know, added that $1,100 to our our extra income that we had coming in and did some other things with it for the time being. So great option, but definitely, definitely can't say it enough. Uh, Take your time in researching that because I don't wanna put you in a bad position of, Hey, you've got eight or ten thousand dollars in property taxes due and you didn't save for it and now you're stuck because you don't have an emergency account or some account to pay for it that's why i say this is intermediate uh you know i feel like i'm, I'm you know beating something over the head here but um you got to be organized you got to know where your money's at and you got to be prepared to make those payments when they're due uh, a couple of the thing on mortgage since we've got a little bit of extra time so i hope that, that that's helpful for you uh, taking a look at things on the on the escrow side. It was always confusing to me and I, I don't know why I just didn't pay a lot of attention to it A couple other things on mortgage. I just want to mention uh, And I'll put a link out on this on the website, but it's always fun to go out You may have heard this before where if you have a 30-year mortgage and you make an extra payment a year I, I forget what the number is but I feel like if you make an extra payment a year You take your 30-year mortgage down to 22 years. I believe it was something like that Um so I'm gonna put a link to a mortgage calculator out there. You can go out and, and kind of plug in your, your current rate and your, you need your current rate and your current, uh, or, or you know what your principal amount was. And you can then plug in, hey, this is how much extra I wanna pay a month, or this is how much extra I wanna pay lump sum. And it'll, it'll show the uh, amortization rate. Amortization is just a long table showing how your loans reduced over time. It'll show that rate and then it'll show you how much sooner you could possibly pay off your mortgage. Um, Another way you can do it that I've looked into and I, I've never done it, uh, i not saying I, I won't, um, but it's a different way to budget, is to make payments uh, half monthly or every two weeks. If you do that versus making one mortgage payment uh, a month, you can reduce, uh, I think I saw the article from Wells Fargo on a 30 year mortgage, you can reduce um, your mortgage by about four, four and a half years, just by switching from monthly To uh, paying every two weeks, so in my case, I wouldn't pay $2,800 every first of the month. I'd pay $1,400 first of the month and $1,400, you know, midway through the month. So again, something else to look look at. There's just a lot of different options that you can do. You don't have to take your mortgage as it is and just let it sit there and pay it over 30 years. Take a look at some options to help you, a, pay the mortgage off faster because we said you know. the, the interest rate and the, the deduction you get for taxes is harder and harder to use, so maybe that interest mortgage that, uh, is, uh, that you're paying each year isn't that beneficial to you anymore. Um, so yeah, so pay it off faster, less interest, more money that you can put towards other things, um, and not only that, you know, growing equity in that home and getting more and more equity in that home faster for whatever comes down the road. So covered a lot there but um you know it's something i really really want to get out because for me it was a it was a big difference um j- just to uh from a mentality standpoint to see my mortgage payment drop to 2,800 from 3,900 uh made a big difference in our overall budget so there's always things always things we can learn perfect example i've been uh you know personal finance and everything for 25 27 years i've been enjoying this stuff and never once thought about taking on escrow myself but uh hey that's uh that's one way to do it and that's why we're all here so, if you've got any questions on this, comments, uh, thoughts about the process, whatever, feel free to comment on the on the videos, reach out to me on Twitter, uh, through the website, Instagram, or uh, obviously where you're listening to the podcast. Uh, always visit RainOverMoney.com for all the latest information and links and tips and tools and everything else that's out there. It's kind of the one place to start if you are just getting used to the programming. But with that, I will wrap it up for the week. Um, Everybody stay warm out there. It looks like another uh, winter storm rolling through. So stay warm, and we'll get through January together, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for joining. Again, my name is Kevin Hissong with Rain Over Money. Have a great week and weekend, everyone. Take care.